You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into the Illini Enquirer podcast as we recap Illinois defeating the Citadel 85-57. to A nice kind of blow-away victory towards the end. It was close, uh, closer than Illinois probably wanted it to be for a while there, Derek. But they blow him away in the second half. And, of course, Kofi Coburn continues to be the story not only of this game but of the season. Sets an Illinois freshman record, 17 rebounds in a single game. Deion Thomas in front of him, just as Georgie Bashanish released, uh, broke his points record last year. Deion there celebrating with both of them after that. Um, but a nice blow-away victory. It's been a while. Illinois hasn't had those yet this year. Yeah, they needed one of those, especially given the opponent and, and to kind of show what team they could be. Of course, Kofi is a nightmare for any team that's tallest dude is six foot seven. So uh, knew that him and Georgie had the potential to have big nights. They, of course, did. Uh, Kofi, I don't know if you would have said 18 and 17. That's that's a lot, but uh, good to see them. And then also, uh, just overall in the second half, the offense got going, 51 points total, and good to see Io get going as well. Yeah, I want to break down some of those other guys you mentioned because I think some guys that we were waiting for good games finally had some good games. But Kofi Coburn, I mean, 8 of 13 today, 18 points, 17 rebounds. Uh, did have four turnovers, but also makes a big influence at the rim. You, we said last time we are surprised that he is this good, that everything, he does everything better than we expected to. But what does this tell us about what he'll do during Big Ten play? Because obviously all his double-doubles are coming up against lower-level opponents. Arizona had 9-7. and seven. What do we expect out of him once we get into the real games here, the meaningful games? It's a great question because a couple of weeks we're going to see him against Teske, him against Jalen Smith, him against Jeremiah Tillman. Uh, that's all coming up. And uh, as you mentioned against Arizona, he struggled a little bit uh, and struggling is 9-7. and seven. So, uh, But offensively, uh, I, I think he'll get more comfortable. I still feel, you know, when I said preseason 10-6, and six, that's still maybe a little bit short, maybe more rebounds, maybe get up to eight. Uh, and just knowing how much of a focal point he is in this offense uh if he averaged you know 12 and 8 or 12 and 7 and a half uh, that wouldn't be too surprising he's still missing some around the basket that uh he can clean up and the funny part is he can still get better and he's been so dang good yeah it's funny because he's averaging 15 points a game and i feel like he's still very raw offensively right but he's getting more comfortable especially with his feet he's the game is slowing down for him but as you mentioned i think these rebounds maybe not 17 a game but 8-10 to 10 a game, I expect every time that they try out the ball. What does that do for Illinois, Derek, when they get to Big Ten play, where they haven't had that kind of presence, not only on the glass, but at the rim on defense? I think that's where I'm even more impressed than anything with him. It changes a ton. And, yeah, on the glass last year, they were one of the worst teams in the in the country in defensive rebounding and, and to get stops, which Illinois isn't fouling. I know they're not getting the same amount of turnovers, but uh, when you're not going to foul and you're going to defensive rebound, that, that's going to help your defense a ton. And then, yeah, no doubt, when you're able to challenge shots of the rim and, and guards going in there, obviously he can wall up against bigs as well. But uh, you, you know that guards have been able to get at the rim against Illinois in the past, and, and for him to, to come over and challenge, uh, it's it changes a lot. And as you were talking, he just walks by. He's, he's an intimidating presence. All right, when we come back, let's talk about some other guys that I thought had some good performances, including one we were worried about the first couple games. Let's talk about that next.
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right, I feel for Georgie Bashanishvili because he's got one career double-double, and in the last two games he's finished one rebound shy of double-doubles the last couple games. But the last two games, Derek, Georgie has 26 points. Uh, he's got... Let's see, now 18 rebounds, one turnover, I believe, for him the last two games. Uh, Fouls are way down for him, just one tonight. Georgie Pashanshvili looked comfortable. I mean, the last couple games, or the first couple games, looked very uncomfortable in that new role. Now he looks really good passing the ball better in interior. What's that mean for Illinois, or what have you seen from him? Yeah, it means a ton. And had a phenomenal entry pass to Kofi down low. Had a couple of good ones, actually. But uh, him scoring the low post, and Brad mentioned in the press conference, really spent a lot of time during that off week of trying to find ways to get him the ball in scoring positions, even when Kofi's on the floor. Uh, he's looked really confident, uh, really comfortable, as you mentioned. He's finishing like the Georgie we saw last year. And then he's also had uh, an extra effort, extra boost on the glass. He had five offensive rebounds tonight, nine overall, nine in the last two games, each of them. Uh, so that's encouraging, and obviously you pair those two big boys together, and uh, they're quite a tandem. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the better tandems in the post that we'll see in the Big Ten if they continue that. So that is very encouraging to see. Another encouraging thing to see is see Ayodesumu get going in the second half. Didn't have a very good first half, three for nine shooting. Now, he took good shots, I thought, for the most part, but didn't make any threes. Illinois didn't make any threes in the first half, and we'll talk about that. But Iowa got going in the second half, got in transition a little bit, uh, and, and even in the half court got going a little bit. So I think that might be a confidence booster for him. Yeah, that was really, really important coming into this game. And uh, I, I liked how he hit floaters and also got a three to go. I know he was only one of six in the night. And, and on the season, he's below 30%. Uh, I think he'll improve. He showed last year he's a better shooter than that. But uh, confidence was important for him because there's been a lot of talk. Is Iowa pressing? Is he trying to do too much? You know, And when you have a couple of games where shots aren't falling and you know that people are talking, are you a first-rounder and all that, that – People hear that, and I'm sure that Iowa has as well. So uh, he's a really good player, and, and Illinois needs him to be confident, needs him to be, play at his best for them to be you know, near their ceiling this year. All right, the guard play otherwise. I thought Trent uh, Frazier and Andres Feliz, not star performances, but Illinois doesn't need them to be star for every day. When you got Georgie, Kofi, and Iowa, you have depth. They don't need to be, but they had 17 points and a combined 12 shots, uh, had eight assists to one turnover. So it feels like solid performances from those guys when some nights to be the star some nights have to be the sporting cast yeah Trent's come a long way obviously when he's comfortable taking only six shots in a game and having five assists and really once again you know making his a lot of his work at the defensive end and he wants that he wants that challenge of course Andres is, has been a bulldog and willing to to do whatever it takes to win uh, and, and he's been 
since the second half of Arizona, he hasn't been as great. He didn't turn the ball over tonight, which is good. But uh, to have guards that are, are unselfish and, and willing to do some of the other things, that's important. Uh, Alan Griffin was feeling a little bit two for nine. Uh, shot nine shots, but yeah. went two for nine. Cappy trigger there, I think. One for six from three. But one guy off the bench that I thought was really impressive was DeMonte Williams. Uh, he only had one rebound in 21 minutes over the previous two games. Tonight gets nine rebounds, six on the defensive end. And when Illinois was really struggling to get some defensive rebounds in the second half, he stepped up with some big ones and really allowed them to get that run. That's what DeMonte Williams needs to do, right? Yep, nine rebounds. He also had three steals. And I know that the crush wasn't liking when he was taking some of uh, Kofi's rebounds away from him, but obviously uh, you'll live with that. When DeMonte's able to provide that kind of an impact, uh, those are the staples of what he does. It doesn't have to be a shot maker, uh, but when he's giving you that off the bench, as Brad said, they need that to be consistent, whether it's coming from him or Allen, or obviously both, that would be the best case scenario. It was a great performance. Uh, also, we got to see a little bit of uh, Benjamin Bossman's Verdonk. Uh, we got to see him a little bit. Didn't play at all last game. Bossman's plays 13 minutes. That's what I wanted to see. That's what you wrote about earlier in the week. He uh, goes 13 minutes, scores six points, four rebounds, two blocks. It's a nice performance. I think most importantly is defensively. He looks pretty comfortable, and we saw a post move out of him. Got to the free throw line a couple times. You want to see more minutes out of him because he can make an impact. You know, Kipper didn't make a big impact tonight, but Bossman's eventually could give them a lot more depth than the skill set they need. Yeah, I like the fact that, you know, defensively he's he's someone that Brad's comfortable with. I mean, that obviously elevates his floor as a freshman, uh, but to see him score a couple times, get the ball in the paint and be physical, and I, I didn't think – he rushed one on a pump fake that he traveled, but other than that, I, I thought he played pretty well, and it was good to see him get minutes. And, you know, as I wrote, this is a really, really important stretch to kind of progress him along and get him more comfortable because he's, he's someone you're going to need at that four spot. Kipper didn't play very much today, and they're going to be nice when, when you don't want to play Kipper a, whole, Kipper a whole lot. So for, for Ben to do that, that was that was important. Uh, some big stats. Illinois out-rebounded the Citadel 55-35 points in the paint, 52-20. to It's amazing how much this team has changed. And Brad Underwood, I had a great question from, I think it was Tyler Cottingham, asked about just how he's changed styles, Derek, and how this team has changed so much. And he said it was self-evaluation. A lot had to do with fouls, how much that team fouled last year, but also Kofi. So what do you make of how, how they're starting to play that kind of style right now? Yeah, it probably hasn't been talking talked about enough. I know we've we've talked about the defense, of course, but it also has changed their offense because of how much they've leaned in the past or last year on transition offense. So uh, that has changed clearly uh, when you were a guard-centric team last year and now you're, you're feeding into the post on every possession. Uh, it's changed, and defensively it limits – it makes you a more consistent unit when you're not gambling on the perimeter, when you're not fouling, uh, and you're forcing them to make tough shots. And also you have some size to, to you know, funnel that into the paint. So uh, I like it defensively and then offensively they're still figuring it out. But uh, overall, I think the numbers show that it's better defensively is for sure. Absolutely. Are, are you concerned at all about the three-point shooting? Three for 18 tonight, they're under 30% for the year, and that number goes down after tonight. Is that a concern with a team with Io DeSumo, Trent Frazier, Alan Griffin, and you hope at some point Tevian Jones? It's a, li- it's a little bit concerning, but then the names, you, you kind of put some trust in the names that you, you just mentioned, particularly you know Io and Trent uh, and Allen. We'll see what Tev's able to bring. I know he's a shot maker when he's on the floor. Um, but overall, yeah, it, it is a little bit concerning because then you think back and Io and Trent, the only guys that shot above 35% from three last year, and uh, five-game sample size, they've they haven't shots haven't gone down 
I think that'll change a little bit, uh, but overall, it is a little bit of concern when you know the Big Ten teams are going to adjust to what you do inside. You got to be able to make them pay by hitting threes on the outside. Well, they could add one for the future. Let's talk about that shortly. Next, eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential, and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, we, we got something to do. It's one of the busiest weeks of the year for us at Illini Inquirer. We got all these basketball games. I'll be in Iowa for a huge football game. Isaac Trotter will be as well. But in the middle of this, Thursday, we're heading up to Chicago for a huge announcement. As um, Adam Miller announces at the Jordan Brand Store, just like I would assume we did two years ago, his Morgan Park teammate, uh, Illinois, like with Desumu, has been recruiting him for a very, very long time. They seem to have liked the pitch there. Derek, I mean, obviously, Illinois has all the crystal balls right now. But if he announces, uh, we'll see if he signs. But if he announces for Illinois, what's that moment mean for Illinois basketball? It means essentially mission accomplished in the 2020 class because you needed impact guards and to be able to get Adam Miller and Andre Curbelo together and knowing how they complement each other with their skill sets. Curbelo is an elite passer facilitator and Adam is a high-level shooter. I mean, when he has it going, he, he can fill it up as well as anybody in the country in this class. So uh, for those two to be able to come in, and I think both can make an impact as freshmen, and then Coleman Hawkins uh, is a you know developmental upside stretch four. I would say that you did a pretty good job in, in 2020, and we'll see what plays out with, with Bernard Kuma down the stretch or if you have a spot for a grad transfer. Uh, but overall, especially do your work early in the fall with those two, um, it's a big deal. We've seen some recruitments gain smoke somewhere else, and, oh, is he going here? That Arizona smoke was interesting, huh? Some smoke signals from Arizona. I just kind of blew those away. How about you? Well, the quote tweet that followed blew it away itself. I mean, I don't know. I've I've covered recruiting long enough to know that you can get some bad intel. I don't know where that came from. I, Adam, Adam's can't be sending out themselves because they they want this element of surprise. But you look at the crystal balls, and there's not much of that. But. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be too worried about it. Yeah, I think Illinois feels pretty confident, and uh, we'll head up in Chicago and cover the heck out of it. Illinois basketball beats the Citadel 85-57. They're 4-1, as was expected. Have a couple more games coming up where they can build some confidence before they play some very meaningful games for their NCAA tournament resume. Thanks for listening to the Illinois Enquirer podcast. Maybe we'll have to do one again tomorrow based on what happens. Uh, thanks for listening. Subscribe to us. Rate us. Review us. For Derek Piper, I'm Jeremy Warner. We'll talk to you next time. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.